Are you unable to concentrate on the tasks at hand? Do you need help focusing more or leveling up your game? Here's a tip. Try Cognizant Citicoline, clinically studied to support mental energy, focus, memory, and attention. Cognizant supports brain health and supplies the brain with the energy it needs to stay sharp. Cognizant is a leading nootropic featured in over 200 products. This podcast is powered by Cognizant. Visit Cognizant.com to learn more and find a product to help you fuel your day. Ready to achieve great heights? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Power Your Performance, the podcast where we dive deep with leaders in the gaming world and beyond and learn the techniques they use to power their lives. I am your host, Gary Kleinman. So Power Your Performance has the pleasure today on behalf of Cognizant to welcome Kevin DeWittowitz of Coach Me Plus. Welcome. Good to see you. It's good to see you. And you are calling from or calling in from? Oh, yeah, we're up in Buffalo, New York, born and raised and luckily was able to start our, our company here and, and, and stay here really over the past 10 years. That's fantastic. So before we get into Coach Me Plus, which is just a phenomenal platform, especially in its current application and where it's going and everything else, your story is fascinating from a long-term interest in health, wellness, and fitness. So was that when you were playing Little League and your parents said, hey, you got to stretch, and then you go, hey, it's working? Or where where was that, 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 that first moment of, hey, this is cool. So it actually started with my grandfather, who is currently 86 years old and still a fitness, you know, enthusiast. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, we were growing up and he was running marathons and 5Ks and, and, and races and things like that. And one of the first, one of the first events I got to do with him was the hot dog run. And it was like a kid's half mile run, you know, with grandpa and, you know, got to, got to do that. But it was it was one of these things where his lifestyle choices around growing his own food and, and staying fit and things like that just kind of became part of, of, of who you are in your lifestyle. And that transcended into, you know, sports, athletics. I played high school football and hockey and things like that. And I always had a pretty deep interest in fitness from a technical standpoint, right? Like I'm I'm you know myself like i'm never perfect when it comes to eating and 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 fitness and everything else like that but i do really really love digging into the data and love digging into the you know techniques and and tactics behind fitness and in the late 90s you know i i got out of high school got into university i had some friends that were competitive bodybuilders and you know i just remember like tracking meals with them and and tracking sets and reps in the gyms and everything like that and literally doing it all in notebooks and and, and notepads and that again just continued like this cycle of like being around around the space when i started my first company back in 2002 we were doing a lot of cd-roms and dvds and things like that and the buffalo sabers strength coach had gotten a hold of one of our cds and was asking if we could put fitness workouts on there for his players in the off season and for us, it was like a natural fit, like super easy. Just walked in there, you know, had a conversation with the guy and started talking about rep schemes and sets and, you know, nutrition guidance and hydration guidance and educational materials and things like that. And he looked at me, he's like, do you have a degree in this? And I'm like, no, it's just 
you know, part of, part of where we've always been. So like my, my just, you know, general understanding of fitness and science and, and, and wellness shaped through the lens of this seasoned, very intelligent strength coach who had been working with professional athletics really kind of formed the first basis of what, what coach me plus was. And it literally was a CD-ROM that players would pop in, bring their laptop to the gym and do all of their workouts because they could watch the workout videos. There's no, you know, there's no iPhone back in 2004, 2005. So that was the, the genesis of, of, of how we got started and where we are. And, um, we started the company based on, based on the opportunity. You know, I mean, it's interesting, though, when you say 2004, that a professional athletic team, hockey, of all, of all things, actually was thinking about the formalization of training in a way that was personalized for the, their, their roster. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and that, that, that was pretty early in many respects. I mean, that was <laughs> long before they had Pilates teachers and nutritionists <laughs> and, and everybody else that, that was part of the... The travel. But before we get to that, what you know, what you just said struck me very interesting. That your grandfather was interested in diet and his own foods and growing his own foods, and I mean that like is remarkable. So did that pass on to your parents, who then brought it into the house, <laughs> or or were your your folks going? No, nah, no, nah, we're we're driving through McDonald's because Kevin's got practice today. Yeah, it was it was a little bit more of that, right? Like the the matter of convenience versus versus lifestyle. It's a lot a little bit easier when you're older and you know you don't have the kids running around the house. So you know that dichotomy is kind of in play all the time, right? Like we're going to order pizza, we're going to go out. Mom cooked a lot and did a lot, you know. And we had we had small gardens and things like that. But that you know that was a um, you know if you had to grab and go, you went and grab and go and went. And you kind of have to like de-educate yourself after a while on the convenience of food versus like being deliberate with your choices. So once you're once you're in that cycle of like let's just go to McDonald's or let's go grab food quickly, you find yourself like just leaning on that crutch as opposed to you know meal prep and planning and things like that. And it's interesting like now through my own daughters, you know I'm always aware of like the quick fix versus you know making sure that we're preparing good foods and things like that so yeah it's almost like full circle because you see your grandfather who was probably very early on in terms of growing his own food and maybe not in buffalo but certainly in the metropolitan the larger metropolitan worlds that i grew up in that nobody was i mean nutrition (laughs) was it was all just food right and now if you look (laughs) at today you have all the meal delivery services that are saying farm to table and they're measuring calories and they're looking at ingredients and the right, whether it's Mediterranean or whatever that happens to be. And I find it interesting of the circle, you know, from where your grandfather started to where we are now. And then there are people like us in between saying, thank God for happy meals. Right? <laughs> well, very, very interesting, like, you know, to, to stay on this line like my great-grandparents had a farm out here in, in in the western new york area you know from the from the very early 1900s and they would bring their goods like literally pack the truck with produce and bring it to the local market over here in buffalo the broadway market so like for whatever reason like that's always been kind of you know in our in our circle and now the we live next to one of the parks here in the in the city of buffalo and they have a weekly farmer's market 
So the girls, you know, my daughters are always like looking forward to, oh, let's go, let's go to the farmer's market. Let's get our, let's get our fruit. And they're always picking raspberries and whatever it is that they want to eat for the week. So you kind of like try to bring that lifestyle kind of choice back to them and, 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 and do that early enough so that they're, you know. Well, yeah, it's interesting to say that because even, even where I live in, in LA, there, there are lots of farmer's markets, but every mm-hmm. Saturday and certainly Sundays, it, it is incredibly crowded and everybody grabbing all the the farm produce and the fresh eggs and all the other things that were nice so and with that thinking then when you look at your platform it it obviously goes hand in hand so as you roll out the the platform you know for coach and i wouldn't get into it because the applications are fascinating not only from its content but the the varied applications for it in in sport Mm -hmm in personal, in military and what have you, which which is fascinating mm-hmm. and obviously necessary. Is that somewhat diet related also? Is there a food element to the content? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the genesis of what we did, right? Coach B Plus as a application for tracking workouts quickly became a data platform, right? You, the, you know, the MyFitnessPals and things like that of the world kind of like hit their mark and allowed you to track meals for the consumer market, but nothing was really being served in that mindset to the professional sports space or, you know, obviously not in the military space as well. So when we took Coach Me Plus to the military, we had to, number one, rebrand it because, you know, you have, like if you buy a Boeing 747, it's definitely not Air Force One, even though it's the same company, right? Like you, you need to have a certain level of, of difference in what you do. So we, we created what's called the Warrior Performance Platform, WP2, which includes a lot of enhanced security features and things like that that you have to deal with when you get to the military. But our, it's interesting that our first step into the military, into the military was related to nutrition. So Navy Supply Command was our first customer. And Navy Supply Command is known for like the guys who like bring lettuce to your ship, right? Like they're the supply group that like literally like supplies all the meals, all of the logistics and things like that around the Navy. And they were looking for a kiosk experience where people would be able to take their food, barcode scan it, you know, get that information into their profile and track it along with other activities. So what we did was we built that first experience hand in hand with the Navy to actually have meal tracking as part of that experience. The military is really good at producing educational materials, but not quite so good at like delivering educational materials and, you know, acronyms and, you know, meetings and, and, and just all this educational content. Like they're, they're bombarded with like mission critical information, but they're also trying to keep wellness and health in, in mind. And, you know, with the obesity issue in America, showing up in the military, the Navy was and continues to be the heaviest, population, the the highest levels of obesity are in the Navy. So how do you reinforce educational content along with a a good experience that people are going to use? And, you know, naturally just thinking about doing in your mobile device is the way to deliver that. So now you can track meals, track educational materials related to nutrition, hydration, physical fitness, and other activities, but also deliver military specific educational information. So they have what's called the Gopher Green program. And the Gopher Green program 
simplifies it into that like stoplight kind of experience red yellow and green foods like you know broccoli's green you know chicken breasts are green things that you should you know continue to go after and things like that and then of course like bacon is red because it's high in sodium so now when a sailor opens up that device and looks up bacon the red square shows up and says hey by the way because what are they doing while they're going through the chow line they're doing this they're not looking at the posters on the walls or or anything else like that they are in their phones as they're walking through so meet them where they are deliver that educational content make it an experience that actually works really well really quickly and and you're off to the races and we've you know we've been able to take the 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 wp2 platform and and go from the navy into the air force into the army and and now are expanding into other forces a key to that too is you know working in the military requires experience we we learned really quickly when it comes to technology to find the right partners and find the right organizations to work with and we found a company that had been working in the military for quite some time TIAG and they've been an excellent partner because when it comes to working in the DOD you have to have all these things that are just you know, the contracting, the program managers, the security and all these other issues that we're just simply not experts in. And we brought those those guys in as a partner and they've been excellent to be able to do that with us. But why is it that the Navy comes in first in obesity? Is that from <laughs> recruiting and they're coming in heavy or um, is it are they more sedentary, which I don't know that they would be or would not be on a, on a ship. It's just interesting that there's even an obesity category, so to speak, and the Navy's winning at that. Yeah, I wouldn't call it winning, but (laughs) (laughs) you're right. They are are certainly leading from the front. I think a part of it has to do with like what your lifestyle is like, right? Like if you're on a ship, if you're on a submarine, how how much space do you have to engage in fitness activities? When you're deployed for a long period of time, are you gonna are you gonna seek out comfort foods for for morale's sake? Like, what do you? Where are you able to actually engage in these activities? Whereas you know the army, like PT and fitness, is like drilled into their daily activities because they need to be on the ground, they need to be able to rock, they need to be able to run, do these activities. Where on the ship, like you're manning a station, you're looking at a radar screen, you're you know you're doing these activities on a ship that you know don't require a lot of space or a lot of you know, mobility. So they do have a lot of people who are sitting and, and, and doing that. And the Air Force has the same problem. Um, so you, you end up with these, you know, <clears throat> these rates of obesity and sedentary lifestyle and things like that, that really closely mimic the American rates in lifestyle, you know, because most folks are sitting in, like you and I are sitting in chairs right now, taking this call and I'll likely sit in a chair for about eight hours today. So, well, and, and that's know. why it's interesting to me when you look at what, what we look at often is in gaming, right? So, mm-hmm. gamers are without a doubt, right? Especially professional gamers. They're yep. the extended gaming sessions, and that's not only during tournament, but practice. And, and, they can't really get up, right? Because if you get up, you can't get up in the middle of a game. So, there's an application for all of this for for gamers which is you know one of the many things that's fascinating to me because in gaming the diet has always been meal replacement right uh, mm-hmm. for for a lot of gamers washed down with a red bull 
Right. That's, and, that, and, and fair enough, that's exactly what's happening in the military. Like the, the bangs and the Red Bulls and like all these things are like, you're like you walk into a briefing room and that's what's in everybody's hands. You know, black cup of coffee, wash it down with a Red Bull, you know, like and, and get off on your day. And, you know, the military is constantly reinforcing education on caffeine issues and so on. So you mentioned delayed entry, which was or into, you know, recruiting and, and getting into the Navy, which is where we've actually seen amazing success with what we've done. So the population of folks that are getting into the Navy right now, they're 16, or I'm sorry, they're 17 and 18 years old. The last couple of years, they've been locked down because of the pandemic. A lot of these folks are in fact gamers because it's that age of population where kids are coming in. So they're they're used to flaming Hot Cheetos, you know, Red Bulls and, and late night sessions. And what we've done, we just completed a 18 month pilot in the Navy delayed entry program these are people who want to get into the navy but they might either have health like uh, obesity issues they might have educational issues they might have other things that not, they're not quite ready to get into the military yet and if you look across the entire board of military recruiting right now they are dramatically missing their mark like the army is off by about 40 percent right now for wow. people who are going to get into the military so how do we improve the delayed entry kids from you know wanting to become future sailors and, and army and, and and whatever whatever force they want to get into. So for the past eighteen months, we've been running this pilot, and we were able to track physical fitness activities, provide educational materials, and track nutrition. And the study findings were like mimicked exactly what the American diet was. And I wasn't kidding about the Flaming Hot Cheetos. The first meal that was tracked in this population was a bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos. So you're, th you're sitting there going, okay, this is exactly what we're dealing with. Like, how do we improve this? And what the Navy Delayed Entry Program did was it provided insight into lifestyle information that the Navy never had before. And it closely mimicked, again, exactly what's going on across the U.S. population right now gamers you name it like they're they're all doing the same thing and that's sitting in a chair scrolling right. facebook playing a game slamming back caffeine eating poor foods and, and making poor choices so the success of the program was in not only being able to for the first time ever track that information and show what's happening it answers the question pretty immediately like well, what's everybody eating well it looks like garbage, right? Like it's <laughs> like, how do we improve that? But then they were able to provide intervention and actually give them guidance on how to eat better, how to sleep more, how to understand what a circadian rhythm is and actually live in that box and be filled with educational materials to help them actually improve and get through the delayed entry program. This is a, a pretty amazing outcome, but of the population that we work with, nobody dropped out because of physical fitness activity limitations meaning that That's everybody great. who went through used the application in the right way to actually improve and make it through delayed entry which was like an unbelievable success so the navy is now expanding that into a larger population it'll be another larger group of people another two-year pilot they're actually taking it to other locations, so other delayed entry programs to include Army, Marines, folks that other, you know, also have recruiting problems, and, and really meet people where they are. 
you know, this younger population, I say younger, like I'm an old guy, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of getting there. Where are they all day? They're here, right? Like they're in their phone, they're in their mobile devices. So if you meet them where they are and provide information that's engaging, provide easy ways to track if they're wearable devices going in, if they can quickly scan a barcode on that, you know, packaged food that they have or quickly look up a banana if they're eating healthy, then then you can give them that feedback to help them understand exactly like where to improve parts of their lifestyle related to sleep, wellness, mental readiness, nutrition, physical activities. It's a, it's a very large, you know, lifestyle kind of mindset. And is the content ga- gamified in terms of incentive achievements? So <laughs> it's a very interesting mindset that we're just getting into. So we, we've begun to implement challenges in recent recent groups that we've worked with in the military. So currently we're working in the army and one of those groups has has this this program that has, you know, it's a holistic health program. And the leaders of those groups are now implementing like push-up challenges and, you know, step challenges and plank challenges and, you know, all these Instagram style things that you normally see are now being done on their phones from command leaders that they people that they trust and they and that they know and basically like you know when when sergeant smith runs up and he's like hey i just did the one mile challenge like this is how fast i went how fast can you go and then you show the leaderboard that's that gamification for creating community and creating competition and that's something that we've been you know naturally doing in professional sports and you know corporate wellness and you know athletics and 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 fitness for a long time but never really thought about bringing that mindset over to into the military but you know it, it works it yeah totally it, works. it sounds like it but currently it's really a b2b app so to speak it, it's Correct. not available on an individual consumer basis is there thought to be able to make it applicable for a gaming team so to speak and and there's no shortage of those and they're hiring nutritionists anyway but i don't see most of them following it the smart ones will you're gonna so it's interesting right like you take a look at athletic endeavors that would be considered fringe that have become more mainstream right and gaming is certainly one of those whereas you know how does it become how does it become more professionalized and the minute that you start putting dollars in the room people will figure out ways to improve their condition whether that be oh no you know whether that be physical sleep nutrition supplements you name it yeah and i certainly there's an understanding and, and a receptiveness to a combination of all of that 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 calories is not the the only mark of health nor is weight mm-hmm. it it is sleep it it is blood work it is personalized nutrition that is you know at the 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 forefront of really understanding somebody's body makeup and and mm-hmm. creating programs and activities and exercises for that i know you've got <laughs> some, some on on the app i know you're you've got a couple applications in place which I want to see, and I want I want you to share with us. What I wouldn't say what's your favorite. Which one do you think is the best to show first, and what are the things that we're tracking? So right now, what I have in front of me is a very basic dashboard, right? Like 
how am I doing for the day? And like, you know, what, what does, what does my, my daily information look like? So it could be my heart rate, it could be steps, it could be nutrition and so on. But that's just the context of the information to be able to understand my, my fitness level, my fitness activities or my wellness levels and wellness activities. The, the thing that we, that we do best is provide data in the context of who you are and when you are. So data for the sake of data doesn't mean anything. Capturing information and showing up on a leaderboard or, or whatever it might be doesn't really kind of close the loop on, on what's going on. The reason that we're a B2B application is because there's somebody on the other side of the application, albeit a coach or a nutritionist, a dietitian or whomever, who looks at that information and helps you understand the context of what's happening. So a lot of consumer apps and technology and things like that, like over the past two years, you've seen like this massive heat of like cool new tech, whether it be, you know, the Pelotons of the world or tonals or other things to get into your home and have the, the fitness experience happening there with some data connected to it. But it all kind of goes back to that same kind of mindset that happens whenever you have an application on your phone or in my case, an Apple watch or, or, or ring or whoop or whatever it might be. After a while, the effect of the technology notifying you or telling you like it's time to go to bed or whatever it might be, begins to fade. Right, and this this happens in every technology company that comes out there. There's a lot of usage up front, and then it begins to slow, slowly fade away because it competes with all the other apps and tech right. that's going on and notifications happening right here. Like, hey, Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, and right. just everything's happening. So, like, oh, and I got to do that workout thing too, or whatever it might be. So, when Apple Watch tells me it's time to go to bed, I just ignore it right because right. so like i got two kids at home i've got right. a business i'm running i've got a lot of travel for work and i'm not going to bed right now i can't i'm, I'm in, in, in the airport what am i supposed to do so closing the loop on that experience and having somebody on the other side is key <clears throat> and whether that be that coach who understands what i'm doing right the fact that i was on a plane last night i got in at about 2 a.m if my coach knows that he'll be able to help me either modify my programming, make sure I get a nap in the middle, like just whatever I need to perform today and be able to actually do my workout, I can't go in 100%. I'm, I'll tell you right now, I'm tired, I'm right. So like, how do we actually deal with that? And having a coach on the other side helps you close that loop. And that really brings this whole mindset of taking the data and creating this hybrid fitness experience. I can be in my gym, I can be at home i can be you know in the corporate wellness environment i can be at a training facility it doesn't matter where i am as long as that other person is on the other side to help me take that data and use it the right way i've done my job as coach me plus and and you know the wp2 right. or you know platform i've done that job to be able to really like close that loop and actually provide context to that information and so are you finding we, compliance from the coach and on the corporate side Absolutely. to synthesize Absolutely. that information and make sure it's getting to the user. Absolutely. So I show you the data component, right? right? So once I have the data, now what? Well, provide me information and context based on the experience I'm in right now. And whether that's coming from a centralized source that says, hey, here's some nutritional information or guidance or whatever it might be, 
or if that's personalized, like this is a military group where they're using it as a way to, you know, create camaraderie and, you know, they're actually like posting memes and things like that. Like understanding like how to engage with me, either in my group setting mm-hmm. or personally changes the experience for me. So now I know, okay, I've got sleep issues today. My coach sends me some, you know, new guidance on making sure I get a nap in or making sure, you know, I don't crush five coffees instead of one today or whatever it is, but it basically helped me, you know, stay on track without getting off cycle. So now you're beginning to provide educational materials on top of the tracking of information. And then finally, like, what am I actually going to do today with my workout? And if I go into the phone application here, I pull today's exercise program. I've got all of my sets and reps and everything else like that that I'm supposed to do. If I don't know how to do a specific movement, there's a a video for me to understand, like, what that workout is supposed to be. And not only do I have educational materials to help me, but now I've got specific fitness activities to deal with today based on what happened last night. And my plane was delayed. It sucked. All right. my planes are delayed right now. <laughs> my plane was delayed. <laughs> I got about four hours of sleep. You know, girls still had to go to daycare this morning. Like it was just like, it was a bit of a, a bit of a crazy, crazy kind of morning. You know, I can also close the feedback and give them additional information. Like, you know, am I feeling any, pain or soreness anywhere like you know some some you know so it really gets to be individualized i mean it gets to be really really truly on a finite individual personalized basis one of the other things that you showed uh, earlier before we started actually recording which i find interesting especially in light of what skins does and and some of our products and and the new one that's coming out in the the hydration and electrolyte world is so what coach me plus can do is actually monitor specific elements like hydration. And I think that's, and so an athletic team or a mili- branch of the military, if they, if they want to track hydration of somebody or they want to track endurance or something else, you have through the app the ability to actually slice that out, so to speak, and measure that individually because it's important, especially bat you know in, in stick and ball sports and probably in in combat and training in certain aspects of the military hydration is just a massive issue and i know you have a deep history and education and experience in hydration and nobody really understands it right because they think you drink water and you're hydrated but that's just a small portion of it it's electrolytes and 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 what have you and the balance of all those and the right ones how does that work because I know I saw it briefly and I want to see it again. <laughs> so show me the hydration yeah, stations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this is a, a this is a great example. Of, I'll give you I'll give you three like super quick examples, and they're all doing the same thing. The amount of there's 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 ways to track fluid loss as part of your rehydration activities, right? So if I go do a workout right now and I weigh my I weigh myself on a scale, it'll be two, I'm gonna lie, it's 205, no, 210, right? I'll stand on the scale, I weigh 210 pounds. I go do a workout. Personally, I'm a big I'm a big fluid loss guy, like I lose a lot of sweat and everything else like that. I'll lose two pounds in a workout without, like very, very easily. So that looks like weight loss, doesn't it? That's great. No, it's not, it's actually fluid loss. So how do we replenish our fluids properly 
before your next fitness activity, right? Understanding that not only fluid replacement is important, but also electrolyte replacement is important. And what we do is in one one way of actually working this, you track your pre-workout body weight, and then your go to your workout session, and then you step on the scale again and track your post-workout body weight. And based on the amount of fluid that you've actually lost, we have this shopping cart style experience, which says you need to make all of these numbers green. Now, you might not know what sodium, potassium, and chloride or you know other electrolyte values are, but they certainly know how to make some numbers green. Like, right. how do I do that? So what they do after they, after they weigh out is that they are provided with a, a cart that shows them the values up here. So I need to replace two pounds of fluid. I need to make those electrolyte values green. And if I grab a couple of fluid replacements here, you'll see I'm beginning to green out the right. actual things. Make it super simple for somebody to understand, grab the things that they need to grab and basically replenish their hydration for their next session. It's a very easy kind of close the, the loop kind of experience. The problem with most electrolyte you know, replacement drinks is that they're loaded with sugar, they're loaded with calories and things like that. So how do you make smart choices? And educating through the application helps you do that. So one of the effects that we seem to see happen is we will set up these scale stations. So this is the Indianapolis Colts, you know, they have their offense and defense going through. This is the 82nd Airborne. They have their their folks going through there and they will step on these Bluetooth scales. The information goes into their, you know, profile automatically and they can go basically track the rehydration options. And it the effect that we've seen through this is obviously people are replenishing hydration and pe people are replenishing fluids after their workouts, which is fantastic. But we're also seeing the intraday body weight changes shrink, meaning that very early on, there's three, four, five pound differences. People are like losing tons of fluid during right. workouts just because they're just doing what they normally do. But once the education kind of gets reinforced as they're going through these experiences, we're seeing that intraday change shrink, meaning that they're actually now replacing fluids while they're working out instead of afterwards right. so the behavior change is actually occurring through the usage of the system which is amazing because you're like okay i got you to do what i want you to do and make sure that you're you know staying on top of your food replacement before it becomes a problem right i mean so, and that's going to stop future muscle cramps and 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 all the things that come with that and fatigue right. fogginess fatigue yeah, all of that yeah. there's plenty of times personally because you know just you know i'm i'm Again, I, I lose a lot of fluid for whatever reason, personally, where you're feeling just kind of foggy or whatever. And, you know, you're like, is it that I'm tired or is it whatever? And the first thing I always, for me personally, I always go after is either a replacement packet of whatever brand, you know, I happen to be using at that time. Um, drink back my fluids. And if that brings me back, which it kind of does pretty quickly, which is very interesting. I know it's not tired as I was dehydrated. Like that's that's a very affecting kind of personal thing for me. And we see that in performance in athletics, you know, not only cramps, but actual tears, sprains, soft tissue injuries, and oh, things sure. like that are 
yeah, massive reductions in those when you hydrate. No like question. It's, it's a very, it's a very, the Gatorade commercials are, you know, yeah, they're showing, they're putting a lot of sugar in there and things like that. But like, there is a reason that these guys are pounding fluids at halftime. Like it's just, you have to do it. So. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is yes, they, they do it at halftime, but there is a simplistic way to at least during the game, keep it that at, at, at a minimum level without consuming hordes of fluids because mm-hmm. as a football player one you don't want to get bloated by gulping water uh, mm-hmm. right and and then you got to go to the bathroom and there's really no place to go on the field and and those kind yeah. of things and and that's what you know part of what skins is addressing is, is that but it's fascinating to see that sports is is looking at that there's such a huge application in this in gaming especially mm-hmm. on the collegiate level which is growing you know by leaps and bounds and how easy is it for a new activity like a gaming organization to go to Coach Me Plus and go, hey, this is what our needs are. It's a little bit different than 345-pound linemen coming at you, yeah. but no less important and critical for the activities that, that we go through. Is it an easy so, application? It is, and but the East has to play out through itself in understanding the complexity of the organization that you're working with. Meaning that if this was just an app, like it would say, Hey, it's a one size fits all for whatever you need to do. And that will continuously fail. Like it just, there's no two organizations that do things the same way. We have to understand the rules around how your experience happens to know how to best fit to give you what you need. For a gaming group, you know, what's the situation? Okay, situation is this. They're going to sit in their their chair for six hours. It's going to be a high focus, high, you know, high level hand-eye coordination activity. In that high level hand-eye coordination activity, here's where we see, we begin to see fades of focus and things like that during these periods. So we need to make sure that we get the right nutrition timed. We need to make sure that, you know, like you said, can't go to the bathroom in the middle of the game. Right. So how, how do you make sure that you're hydrated well before the activity so that you're not like pounding fluids right before, you know, your 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 game and, and now you gotta go to the bathroom 15 minutes in. So like knowing those things helps us configure the system around those rules. And I'll give you a really good example. We have a a mining company in Australia. This is our corporate wellness kind of, you know, experience that we work with. This mining company for the past year and a half has had their miners who, you know, have a very specific role. They're, they're literally going down 5,000 feet into the earth on a 45 minute trip to sit in 90 degree heat and like dig gold out of the earth. And they do it for, you know, 10 hour, 12 hour shifts, 10 days at a time. So their fluid loss is like, dramatic right like it's a massive amount of issues like with you know replenishment of hydration and other and other things you know nutrition is out, getting guys to eat them in a cave five thousand oh. feet down right like good luck so what they've implemented was they've implemented the hydration station there and that group now like before they put their work boots on and all their gear and everything else like that they're weighing in they're going, you know, getting, making sure that all their 
bags are packed with all the things that they need to get through their day so that they're hydrating, that they're eating right and, and doing all these things during their workouts or workouts, I'm sorry. Well, it is a workout. It is a workout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pulling gold out of the earth is not easy, apparently. (laughs) And for that 10-hour shift, they come back, then they they weigh out, and the amount of fluid that they lost are replenishing before they go back in there again. And then we're giving them guidance on sleep and all these other things that they need to do to be ready to prepare to go and, and do this again. And they've gone from this one year experience in one location to now expanding to 14 locations and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of workers. So we had to learn with that organization what it is that they're dealing with, right? Like I never would have assumed any of those things until you actually sit on the ground and do that. So for any kind of organization that's saying, I need to shape human performance or health promotion around my population and what they deal with on a daily basis, you, you've got to you've got to be able to configure that experience and experience you know and, and deliver it to the user. Oh, well, the possibilities so, are endless. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, you you look at the fire you know all the fire departments, right? I mean, mm-hmm. not only are are they carrying massive amounts of weight and 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 they're on their feet and everything else, they're they're going into extremely difficult conditions that are are underscoring the the dehydration because of heat and and what have you and the same with all law enforcement i mean there's you know with construction workers and and everybody else that that's out there that that this is critical and i don't think people understand how much that plays into good performance yeah when you when you take a look at firefighters and you say what's the number one cause of death i don't think anybody would guess it's heart attacks but it is and that's because you know there the fitness requirements to get into the firefighter industry are at the front of the line, meaning that, you know, they go through some sort of camp and they, you know, they get on, they get on board with, you know, their skills and things like that. And everybody's pretty fit. But then after that, there's no retesting. There's no standards. There's no, and some fire groups have implemented these things, but it's interesting that, you know, you shape this in the lens of hydration. There was a study out of the Seattle Fire Department where they were able to reduce soft tissue injuries just by implementing a rehydration strategy. Yeah. Oh, it makes perfectly good was, sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And you know, you're putting out a lot of heavy gear. You're obviously next to a lot of heat. And in that, like these guys are just dropping massive five percent of their body oh. weight in fluids. It's gotta be and, and the stress of time in performing yeah. a task. So, you know, it's almost like football players. You got a split second to block, you got a split second to cut or throw or what have you. That's, you know, psychological stress that's also increasing your heart rate, which then, you know, promotes more sweating and excreting fluids and, and, and what have you. So, yeah, it, it's a fascinating world. Having recently got into a deep dive on hydration, it, it is fascinating. In the interest of time, and I promised you I wouldn't keep you all day, and I know you're tired and you got kids to pick up, <laughs> and enough about, about me. What a fascinating conversation. I love the app. I, you know, I sit here, I'm listening to it, and I go, there's some consumers listening to this and go, but why can't I get coached? You know, why can't you coach me plus? And, and maybe someday personalized nutrition will be such that somebody can say, hey, this is what I do every day. And then you can modify and mold a program for them. Yeah, we've we've kind of taken this top-down approach, right? We started our, we started our company working in professional athletics, and we're known for working in you know over a third of pro sports in North America. 
we then took that mindset, best practice of things in, in professional athletics and brought that into the military and became the WP2 platform for the military. We were able to learn lessons in working with large populations in the Department of Defense to understand that most of what we were doing wasn't related to like peak performances related to like more education more in broad population behavior change so we took that lesson and brought it down to the gym fitness space we now are able to have gym owners and personal trainers download coach me plus use the application for their clients and personalize their fitness experience whether they're at home whether they're in the gym whether they're on the road, you know, wherever it may be, that coach to athlete connection is key in yeah. everything that we do. It's absolutely key in everything that we do. There's no AI and, you know, machine learning that's going to tell you, you know, how to reduce it. Like, no, it, it's all one to one. Too many variables, way that's too many variables. So fantastic. Yeah. Kevin, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A pleasure. I'm sure we're going to circle back as you continue to find applications. We'll, we'll help you do that. And we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, it was great. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the MAP Esports Podcast Network and produced by Innovation Media Enterprises. Please be sure to leave us a review and follow us on your favorite podcast player.